Hello, everyone. Welcome to Living Life. Now, let me present a statement before we meditate on today's passage. A godly child knows how to produce godly descendants. Why? Because the child knows the father's way and implements that into his or her family in order to produce godly offspring. Now, please take that statement into consideration as we take a look at today's passage because in the context of marriage, yes, it's a warning against the Levitical priest, but in that context of marriage, God deals with an issue that he hopes to see us implement in our life. So as we take a look, please take the statement into consideration. Let's take a look. Malachi chapter 2, verses 10 through 16. Do we not all have one Father? Did not one God create us? Why do we profane the covenant of our ancestors by being unfaithful to one another? Judah has been unfaithful. A detestable thing has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. Judah has desecrated the sanctuary the Lord loves by marrying women who worship a foreign god. As for the man who does this, whoever he may be, may the Lord remove him from the tents of Jacob, even though he brings an offering to the Lord Almighty. Another thing you do, you flood the Lord's altar with tears. You weep and wail because he no longer looks with favor on your offerings or accepts them with pleasure from your hands. You ask, why? It is because the Lord is the witness between you and the wife of your youth. You have been unfaithful to her, though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. Has not the one God made you? You belong to him in body and spirit. And what does the one God seek? Godly offspring. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife of your youth. The man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect, says the Lord Almighty. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. So in the context of marriage, God presents two issues. The first is that you are marrying, intermarrying uh, to a spouse that worships foreign God. Now, if you look at the biblical narrative, that you will notice that there are people who married foreign people, not just Judeans or Hebrews, but they married, for example, for Boaz, he married Moabite, um, Ruth. For example, for Moses, he later on married an Egyptian. But does that mean intermarrying is sinful? If you look at the passage, it may sound so, but not entirely. You can see in verse 11, Judah has desecrated the sanctuary the Lord loves 
by marrying women who worship a foreign god. So the issue here is not just intermarrying, but allowing a marriage to influence worshiping foreign god. So what that means is if you are intending to marry someone who wants to get rid of their foreign worship, then yes, please, please lead that person to God by marrying that person. But here, the issue is entirely different. You're marrying for the intention of allowing that person to worship foreign God. So when I visited Israel, I saw a place, a sanctuary, where they allowed two stones to remain in a sanctuary, the Lord's sanctuary, one for Yahweh the Lord and one for Azerah, a foreign god. It was quite interesting because they were allowing syncretism. But how did that happen? They were allowing foreign worship to tag along with worshiping God. This is the thing that God says has desecrated my sanctuary, where I am the only one whom you should worship and you are allowing this to happen. That is the issue here. So what happened in the end in a marriage relation with the Lord with through covenant is that you have been unfaithful to me for you are marrying into a foreign worship. That's the issue here, first one. Second, and same wise, I mean same, uh, likewise, what you're doing is you are being unfaithful to the woman that you love from your youth. It's found in verse 14 and onward. And God says in verse 13, even though you cry before me and all that, I will not favor you because you are being unfaithful to the one that you should protect. And where does that word come from? Verse 16, the man who hates and divorces his wife says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect, says the Lord Almighty. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. Now, based on this context, what is God trying to get at is that unfaithfulness is a breaking of the covenant. But you are doing violence by breaking the covenant uh, by uh, doing violence, uh, not protecting the one that you should protect. So based on these two issues, what we can conclude is that God is keeping the covenant because he sees us in a marriage relationship based on the covenant, uh, based on his promises, and he does so in order to protect us. It's not like he do violence to us to break us apart, but he never does violence to us. Yes, he does punish us, but he does not do violence to us because he sees us as his people to protect. And if we become unfaithful to God, we are doing violence, not just to God as an offense, but also violence to those whom we are supposed to protect. So God says these are the issue, but what does he expect us from all this? It is found in verse 15. And it's a verse that is quite interesting because it seems like it's giving, a, a giving an expectation in a different direction. He says, Has not the God made you? Has not the one God made you? You belong to him, body and spirit. And what does the one God seek? We might answer faithfulness. But interesting, God says, godly offspring. Now, where does that come from uh, in a marriage uh, relationship where the context is about faithfulness? Well, it seems like, as I go back to the very uh, statement I made, God wants us to be faithful 
so that we produce godliness between God and our relationship, but also in our family relationship. That is what God desperately wants us to do. That is why I say in the beginning, godly child knows how to produce godly descendants. Why? Because the child knows the father's way and implements that into his or her family in order to produce godly offspring. So uh, in the end, what God wants us to do is that we abide in his presence, knowing the father, his love, and his reason to protect us. And we, as being trained by his love, we do the same as fathers in our family as mothers in the family, by doing the same, we protect those who God has entrusted to us. And what we show to them is godly attributes, his love and mercy and the reason to keep the faithfulness and, and the covenant and the promise, the very thing that God says, I am a witness to this and you have also been unfaithful to me, as verse 14 says. And that is the one thing God expects us, uh, from us. So in the end, how do we produce godly children? As fathers of a household, as mothers of the household, what we can do is, rather than focusing too much on how to raise kids, but rather, look at verse 16, protect the one that you're supposed to protect. And that flows into naturally producing godly children. Why? Because that's the very thing that God does. If you do the things that God the Father does to you personally, and if you imitate that into your personal life, then that naturally flows into others that you protect, and that produces godliness. And that is the thing that God expects us from. Yes, we look for methodology and the ways to raise kids, but focus on one thing first. It's not everything, but first, put this as priority. Try to protect them. Do not do violence by being unfaithful, but rather do the same as God has done to you. And this will naturally lead to raising godly children. Let us pray. Father Lord, we ask for your wisdom. We look for ways and methods to do what you want us to do. But let us focus on one thing first. We desire to abide in your presence so that we could imitate what our Father does in our life. As fathers and mothers of an household, let us do the same that you have done to us with love and mercy and compassion. And let us protect those just as you have protected us so that in the end, we produce godliness all around in our lives. I ask this sincerely to our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Single soul,